hey guys and welcome back to the Worth Living For podcast. And today I have my good friend Stacy on and yeah, it's going to be good. Hey, how you going? Hey, what's up, man? Back in. <laughs> hey, dude. So, man, it's been a while, so maybe we could just um have a bit of a banter, catch up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, man. Do what? How, how have you been? I've been doing good. Uh, kind of had a rough beginning of the year with uh some kidney stone stuff, but uh, oh, man. doing really well. We just got a new little dog and, uh, you know, hanging out with grandkids and uh, all that stuff. So how about you, man? man. Yeah, good, good, man. Um, Me and my wife have just been going through that fertility journey. Um, So talking about what we're talking about now, like God's timing is really good opportunity. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So we've pretty much done everything that, um the fertility nurse would like us to do and it had some results but now we're gonna have to do um like the whole IVF thing um right. or, or only issue being it's like 12 grand so um i got a couple of things to do on my end to then hopefully add to a loan for the new car we had to get um right so yeah man it's been fun it's been it's been a, it's been um emotionally and immense emotionally and immensely exhausting probably more yes. so for my wife more than any yes. um but yeah we're just um continuing to have faith and believe that god is good no matter what you know the result sort of thing <laughs> so yes. yeah yeah and i think i yeah. i think during um yeah i think during this just the waiting man it's like a holding pattern and you know, we both know that God is good. Like me and my wife, we know that God's good, but it's just that waiting of like, man, God, like, is it going to happen? Is it supposed to happen? And if it's not supposed to happen, is that going to diminish or then um, be a self-reflection of like how we see you and how good we we think he is, you know? Um, but right. Yeah, I mean, we know we know he is, and no matter what, we're gonna believe that. But yeah, it's just that whole it's that holding pattern of like, yeah, you know, just the waiting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, it's uh, I've been through several situations um, where you know we didn't have any problems with kids. I mean, they just obviously came very naturally for me and my wife but Hmm. the reality of of you know feeling in your heart like you know you have a destiny Hmm. a date with with something in your life like having kids or whatever like you know knowing you know feeling like in your heart that you have that date with destiny to fulfill that um but you know, kind of all these other things kind of telling you something different mm-hmm. uh, can be, you know, definitely bring you into some trying times for sure. Yeah, definitely, man. And it, it even, um, because way back when I could scream, 
And um, I used to joke with my friend that used to write the music. I'm like, hey, man, you got anything new that I can ruin with my vocals? But so right. back back when I could scream, I always believed like, man, I'm going to be like in a band, touring, reaching people for God. But way back then when I first had a relationship with God and started that relationship, I was like really immature in my faith. And I don't think it would have panned out really well. And I don't think I would have done what I would would have hoped God would want to do in someone's life through that ministry. And I still have inklings of wanting to do that, but then it's just the waiting for God to make that happen has made me realize, oh, I'm married now. I've got better responsibilities and, you know, more more fulfilling things that he's obviously called me to, especially even just restarting this podcast, you know, um, just yeah. giving me that good it's given me that outlet and um, thankfully I've never um, done it for like the overt praise or like, you know, all the comments and stuff like that, which can become like, um, instead of doing it for God and just letting people listen to it and just sitting with it. And then eventually something happens and changes in their life and changes in mine. Um, yep. You know what I mean? It's that waiting that's been good, you know? Um, yeah. Because I, I don't know whether you've heard it, but um, I've heard a lot of preach, preachers say, um, unfortunately, over time and over the years, we've, we live in a microwave generation where people just want things right here, right now. But it's in the process where um, God molds us and shapes us into the person that we're supposed to be, which is more like him and less like us. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I think... Uh... I think a lot of times we get that mixed up with a, theo a theological reality that a lot of Christians live in is that, you know, we're held at bay mm. by uh, not, uh, let's see, I guess just circumstances, you know, uh, things where, you know, people come into your life, uh, professionals who are telling you, you know, uh, Hey, uh, you, you, you're not going to be able to achieve this or mm -hmm. your chance to be able to achieve this are slim to none, but you know, I'm, you know, as we're talking about this, I'm definitely reminded of Abraham and Sarah mm -hmm. uh, whenever, you know, God told him that he would be the father of many nations <laughs> and, uh, you know, he lived with that promise that uh reality that Yahweh had um spoken to his life and you know reality's mm -hmm. like man I'm I'm getting old <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have any kids you know and I mean of course they came up with a side plan which was to uh uh you know for him to impregnate Hagar mm -hmm. their hand which we know how all that turned out and um but uh you know ultimately isaac was born you know and uh it's easy to, like you said you know and you were saying earlier it's like we know god's good we know that you know he promises that he's working all things out to the good to those that love him that and that are called according to his purpose mm -hmm. um if i could be real for just a moment um 
me and my wife went through something a few years back and it was, I'm going to be honest. It was probably, I'll try to keep this really short. It was, it was emotionally, mentally, physically, and emotionally crippling. Um, I have two sons. Um, I love my sons. I've spent a lot of time trying to raise them um, in, you know, the reality of uh, loving Jesus and understanding who Yahweh God is and, uh, you know, understanding how much he loves them. And uh, my oldest son, uh, my kids were pretty chill, so they stayed at home until they were like 18 or 19 years old. And Jacob, he he met a girl and moved out to Portland, Oregon. And, uh, man, uh, uh, it was hard, you know, to, you know, spend so much time, uh, with my kids and then, you know, especially for him to move so far away, which for me is literally like across the other side of the United States. So while he's over there with this girl, um, they're young, they, uh, they, uh, you know, are navigating life. They're trying to make their way, you know, live on their own. And, um, you know, we get a call and that call was, Hey, uh, we're having a baby, but we're not going to keep it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I know that the reality of that is worst case scenario they're, you know, and I'm just going to say it, they're going to have an abortion mm. and we, we would have done everything in our power to have, uh, you know, tried to have stopped that from happening. And, uh, we did everything in our power in our physical power and in the spiritual realm. We, we went to Yahweh God in prayer and poured our hearts out and said, Yahweh God, we, we will take this granddaughter we will raise her as our own we'll do whatever it takes and and up until um close to the end um they were going to have just an adoption mm -hmm. where they just adopt her out and uh my uh, my It would be, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. Murphy's mom finally made the decision to have an open adoption, mm. which was a complete and utter blessing from Yahweh God. Because, you know, through this whole process, we're like, God, you know, and I mean, my wife is broken, um, mm. way more physically or emotionally broken than me. You know, I'm, I'm trying to navigate it. You know how guys are. I'm just trying to navigate it. You know, I'm trying to, uh, you know, be the anointed husband for my wife and uh, just love her and, and help her through this emotional wreckage uh, because they didn't want us to, to have the kids. So they chose adoption. But then uh, the reality started to unfold that it was going to be an open adoption, mm -hmm. which is great because my son his girlfriend they're not together anymore my son has since moved on and got married um to another person but uh my granddaughter is almost seven years old and 
I've got to uh, go and be with her and spend time with her and know her and be with her uh, on a level that for us at one point, Sean was unthinkable. I mean, um, and it's so heartbreaking. And I understand my kids' stance. They weren't really in a place to uh, raise a kid yeah. uh, emotionally, financially, and, you know, they they just weren't in a place for it. So they, they made a, a good decision and, and put her up for adoption. But it's so good for us because we didn't want this little person to not be able to be a part of our lives. So, you know, I share all that to say this is, you know, we went through all that. And, you know, it's a testimony of hope that, you know, I can look back almost seven years ago and say, man, me and my wife, both, you know, through all the pain, through everything that we were going through where, you know, we're just like, this feels so God, so bad, God, but we know you say you're good. We know that you say that you promise that you're working all things out to the good, to those that love mm -hmm. you. Um, sorry, I know I'm being a little bit long winded, but, uh, and I'll wrap it up right now. Um, but, totally uh we we have a, an open relationship with with our granddaughter um and it's fantastic it's amazing um they're getting ready to come over here they love coming to our side of the country and they're getting ready to come over here in november and, and we're going to hang out it's going to be great and i would never have imagined that sean That's seven awesome. years did it happen the way exactly the way that we wanted it to no but Yahweh God was working it out to to the best, you know, and I, I have faith in that reality. That's awesome, Stacey. No, first, man, like, I love having you on uh, because, you know, you've you've um, had fellowship with God longer than myself. And so there's that wisdom that is attached to encouragement and, and you know, ultimately advice. Um, yeah, thanks for sharing that because, um, yeah, I think it's important because obviously it's in the waiting that God's presence is actually more revealed. And sorry, that was my wife walking past. <laughs> no, no, but um, she's probably wondering, why are you using my headphones? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, anyway, she's probably like, hey, he's actually a man. He likes pink. <laughs> no, 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 man. But um, honestly, man, I think... um. Yeah, you know, waiting is difficult, but I think it produces more faith and it makes our relationship with God more legitimate because it stops us from actually taking it all in our own hands and trying to do everything in our own strength. You know what I mean? Like literally most things, like the only thing you can do is pray and God's either going to do what you know, you're praying for him to do, or he's going to do the complete opposite. But the alternative is better. God's timing and what he wants to do is better because it completely blows our mind. You know, like, yep. for example, in your situation, you know, you could have been praying, God, um, you know, rescue this child, rescue this child. The alternative could have been like, you know, abortion process, that done. And then, yep. you know what I mean? Relationship with your son, might not being as good as it is today, you know what I mean? And so I think um 
yeah, most things it's important to pray for because um, you know, and it 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 was even when I um when I did my diploma of nursing, enrolled nurse, everyone's like more money, more pay, more money, more pay, and I went I went up to Bundaberg, which is like a six six and a half hour drive. Yeah, I, I probably I probably left sometime in the morning, like seven eight eight a.m. something like that. Got got there about nighttime, and I was staying with um my i was staying with my dad's sister's husband's sister i I'd, I'd never met her i never met her family didn't even know them at all went up to bundaberg went to my first day of placement and just, i broke down man i just couldn't do it just could not do it so i called my father had a chat with him um and then i just ended up driving home like another six and a half hours on the Monday got home nighttime and um ended up finishing my placement got the diploma but just ha- I'm, I'm choosing not to do anything with it because at the time I had a job doing what I'm doing now like assistant in nursing but in the community and man I gotta tell you like um July this year I got a job in aged care um again, assistant in nursing, man. And I've just really loving it, really enjoying it. Um, it's like fortnightly pay. It's like $30 an hour, but the, the take-home pay is still considered minimum wage. But I can mm-hmm. almost guarantee you that if I did my own thing and I stuck with the Department of Nursing, I would have hated it, you know? And, and I don't think I'd be where I am now in actually loving you know looking after older people and just enjoying that job you know what i mean and and i mean yeah. i pray i prayed a lot i'm like <laughs> you know god you know the diploma of nursing's like 23 and a half grand 24 maybe that's yeah. a lot of money to pay back on hex debt but i just i i don't feel called to this i don't feel emotionally physically or spiritually attached to even want to attempt to be an enrolled nurse and it made no yeah. sense to a lot of people. And I think um, me and my dad are on the same page now, but boy, did we butt heads. Because, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. it was like, man, that cost, that cost a lot of money. And it's going to cost a lot and just hex debt, just paying it back when you earn a certain amount um, in yeah. whatever job I ended up getting and the work I'm doing. Um, and, I, and funnily enough, man, I got along more with my mum at the time of the decision I made um, because she could tell that I just wasn't enjoying it and I was just doing it because a lot of people were telling me to. And, right, I, right. and I think even you sharing your story and just what I just said, I think it just further cements the importance of actually praying and having that consistent, like um, ever-present relationship with God. Because, I mean, we can go to church all we want, right? But if we don't actually have that prayer um, relationship with God, like that aspect, then it all goes pear-shaped because we start doing what we want, what we think we're called to, and then we don't have the emotional capacity, spiritual or physical, to actually do it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, That and it's the, like, I mean, and, you know, hearing the story can be inspiring. But when you're in the thick of it, it's it's rough. I mean, mm. uh, you know, just kind of uh, 
when I was going through this thing with the kidney stones, man, it was horrible. <laughs> and I was like, I, I remember, I don't know, it's in one of my podcasts, but I, I talked about it a little bit where I, there was one point, man, where I just, I'm a 53 year old man. And, uh, I, I'm not ashamed to cry or be emotional or anything like that, but I literally, man, I laid my head on my wife's lap and I was like, I said, I know God loves me, but this sucks. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I hate this. This is horrible. Uh, you know, but, uh, knowing that, you know, God promises us that, uh, you know, he has our best interest in mind. And, um, I, I completely believe that. And I also completely believe that also too, I mean, we're, we're definitely here for, you know, to establish kingdom and to establish, uh, kingdom culture and uh what that looks like uh sometimes our call into um building the wall and um establishing you know kingdom culture looks a lot different i think sometimes and especially when i first started to gain the perception it, it looked a lot like uh you know lyrics from sleeping giant which i'm not saying it doesn't or lyrics from for today which I'm not saying it doesn't, but it's different to uh, scream out, Father, where are the armies I've seen in my visions? Mm. We are the generation that dra the dragon is feared in his dreams. Then when you're standing, uh, you know, in front of the dragon and, and, you know, there's a point where when you're standing in front of the dragon, you just have to, you know, kind of just stare, stare Yahweh God in the eyes and and say you're the one who who has the power to take him down mm. uh, and i'll just uh let you do what you do and give you the glory <laughs> yeah. Amen. Was, yeah and that and that's the thing man because you just reminded me uh i know i've i know i've harped on about it in previous podcasts either with yourself or just ones i've done but it 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 even occurred to me um, the other day, the other week, because um, when I was bullied all through high school, like I was just a miserable person to be around. Um, just hated people, hated the world, hated family, hated my parents, just treated everyone like dirt. And yeah. then, but I, back then, obviously I didn't have a relationship with God, but I had people, you know, that were Christian, that were going to Salvation Army I knew they were like hardcore on their knees praying for me because right. that must've been the only, the it would have, it would have been people praying for me because that's the only legitimate way that I know I'd, I'm the person I am today. Um, and I guess through the waiting process and spending time with God, I've realized that, and I don't say this to put myself down or put anyone else down or make someone else believe this about themselves, but there's nothing good about me. I've done nothing good with my life. It's all God. So the fact that I'm married, the fact that I'm, you know, doing this podcast with you, doing anything remotely good has nothing to do with me. It's all God. And, and that's the only person I can be thankful for because I know when I was getting bullied, like I just wanted to end it. Like I was just sick of it, hated it. Didn't see the point of just waking up and then walking out the front door and going anywhere or everywhere where someone could just pick one thing about you that they didn't like 
and then that would yeah. be the opening. Because I mean, when I got bullied all through high school, man, like break, breaking down in tears, and at that point, you're already an easy target because people know that they're gonna re- get a re- a reaction. But then if they get an emotional reaction, boy, man, it's like a wild dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, yep. but um. Yeah, you, you sharing the few things you've shared on this episode, at least, and previous ones, it reminded me of, um, I was at, and I think I might have already said this before, so I do apologize if I have, but I was at a shopping center, like, probably five, maybe six years ago, and this girl that used to pick on me, she was with some friend, other people that used to pick on me, and she... Happened to turn the corner when I was turning the corner to wait for the bus to get home or whatever. And she said, there's something different about you. I don't know what it is, but there's something different about you. And I just said, oh, you know, I've been going to church and it's been amazing. And I know it's not for everyone, but yeah, it's just really changed me. And she 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 wasn't really receptive, but the about the only thing she said was like, that's awesome. Congrats. And then walked away, <laughs> you know, but... I believe, um, probably like yourself, that um, some conversations that we have with people, even if they don't yield a result then and there, we plant seeds. So maybe I'll see her in heaven. Maybe I'll bump into her one day and, hey, thank you for what you said. I'm going to church. I have a relationship with God. You know what I mean? But I'll tell you what, like it's it's been in the waiting and then me prayerfully um considering my relationship with god that's about the only reason why i'm still here and about the yeah. only thing that i can say has actually worked <laughs> you know because i've tried carrying things on my own and it just leaves to temporary things that don't last um but yeah man it's all been god i think yeah i agree and i mean at the at the end of the day um you know when you when you look at yourself, and I mean, we do this a lot, you know, we're, we're consistently uh, measuring ourselves up against uh, situations or other people or circumstances. And really in the Bible, we're, we're encouraged to not do that. And I think, you know, you look at David, you know, a, a, a small shepherd boy who walks into a militarized army camp. And, uh, you know, to take his brother's lunch, everybody's sitting around, they're scared to death of this giant. And David's like, Hey man, I'll kill this giant. (laughs) You know, uh, it wasn't because David seen his, uh, abilities. It wasn't because David seen, uh, you know, this great potential that he thought he had for his life it wasn't because of anything it's because david knew the intimate relationship that he had with yahweh god and he felt confident in that Mm. to go up giant so it it really ultimately you have all these big military men who and it's kind of crazy they kind of send this kid out they even try to put armor on him and give him her weapons and stuff but they send him out and it's like you know somebody had to be sitting there and they're like well i hope you told your brother bye (laughs) (laughs) and i mean he gets out there and i mean what happens the unthinkable happens 
a yeah. small boy who had spent many, many hours out in the field defending the sheep, mm-hmm. played the thing that all these men had set for days in fear of. Yeah. So I th- you know in, in the reality of that, assessing, and like you were saying earlier to kind of build on what you were saying a few moments ago, uh, focusing on not just our relationship, but who Yahweh God is mm. like as he is. I mean, even whenever it's like, okay, God, you say you're good, but this sucks. Mm. You're still good. You know, and just being like, I know you're good, but this sucks, <laughs> you know, and, and his goodness will prevail, mm. you know, because he loves those who are his. Mm. It even brings, literal thought just came into my mind when you said that because it's even um Saul that became Paul because like you know he was persecuting Christians just um doing all doing all that crazy sort of stuff and then people like when he became when it, when it became Paul I guarantee you some people were like why God like why <laughs> use someone that was literally flogging and killing people that were following you spreading your word why would you do something like that and it's like well because i can and like that's the thing man because in the in the waiting process and then once god's done what he's going to do whether we think it's what he should have done or what he ends up doing it's just like well because i can and that and that it's it's that simple it's no there's no like convoluted like oh i've got to like think about this it's like no because i can't you know what i mean and and that's the same if god does something in your life that you think well i'm not worthy of that well, it's, well obviously but he's gonna do it anyway <laughs> you know what i mean what well, yeah, i mean it's it's not really our worth is based in the finished works of yeshua jesus on the cross so mm. like my his worth is transferred onto my life yeah you know, when we pray in the name of Jesus, like we're we're literally saying Yahweh God, uh, yeah, in the name of Jesus. But what we're doing is we're literally proclaiming mm. His work, like His His righteousness is my righteousness. Like I get to uh, uh, benefit in that, just like just like the men who uh, once David killed the giant man, he cut off his head and he he ran through the towns and yeah. with that head and guess who was running behind him all the men who were afraid mm. all were afraid and guess what whenever jesus he died on the cross everybody was like oh man we love this guy but that was it they really thought that was it mm. and guess what he came back from the dead mm. and guess what? i mean look at it now it's wild so we get to share in that victory that that Yeshua Christ achieved through his finished work on the cross. So through that, through his worth by, by his sacrifice, that blood, you know, I don't have to give you anything else. And I know, I know you grasp, you grasp these concepts, but for anybody out there that don't like through the finished work of, of Christ, that is our, like, that is our worth. That is my worth, you know, because he is good because, because Yahweh God, sent him in my stead to the cross you know because of that i'm i'm proclaimed Mm. i've been declared worthy because of that 
Yeah, amen. All right, CC, thank you so much for coming on, man. I know life gets busy and um, got stuff to do, man. But yeah, just I'll finish in prayer, man. Um, Sounds good. Hey, God, thank you so much for um, giving Stacey the opportunity to be on the podcast. Just pray that you um, bless the rest of his week and the rest of his year, God. Um, give him moments of clarity and peace, God, and calm. And just um, allow him to spend as much time in your presence and in relationship with, with you as he can. Um, also give him and his wife opportunities as well as me and uh, my wife opportunities to uh, do some devotionals together and spend some time in your word. Um, just ask all that in your name, Father. Amen. Thank you so amen. much, Stacey. It means a lot. Love you, mate. You're, you're welcome, my friend. I love you. It's good to talk to you. See you, mate. Yeah.